This is Dr. David Pomeroy, your host on ADHD Focus. I wanted to remind you that the show is not intended to be a recommendation for diagnosis or treatment of any condition for any specific person. Please consult your mental health professional or doctor managing your ADHD or mental health issues about any diagnosis or treatment-related information that you hear on the show. Refer your ADHD provider to the show if he or she would like more information. Today, I'll be talking with Alan Brown about one of the main things that are huge um, time sink for us all, and that is email. Alan created the award-winning ADD Crusher program, which is a video library of all kinds of brain hacks and tips on how to be more productive and make better use of your time. He has been a featured speaker at conferences in the U.S. and abroad, including TEDx. He, his book is, or at least one of them, Zen and the Art of Productivity, and he has many ebooks on addcrusher.com. Alan, welcome to the program. It's so good to be with you again. And uh, I, I saw I know, a tagline on one of your um, things on Crusher TV about email productivity, and I thought that needs to be a show on ADHD Focus because that is, I'm sure, everybody's huge time sink that, that gets to be almost automatic and we don't realize how much time we're spending. Of course, people with ADD were good at that. So yeah. why should... I think another thing about... Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. No, I'm just wondering why, why should we pay attention to email and what can we do to be more productive in less time with it? Well, you know, you, you, you talk about the time sink and I think that's a perfect way to describe our email. And, you know, if you, the thing I wanted to... To, to slip in there is that I think we ADDers spend a lot of time on our email inbox because we feel it is product, that it is productive. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. I'm in my email inbox. Uh, that means I'm doing stuff. I'm deleting stuff. I'm responding to stuff. I'm reading yep. stuff, et cetera. But the, you know, the, the real problem is that um, our email inbox is uh, just a tremendous, tremendous drain on our mm-hmm. energy uh, and even our willpower, and, and I'll give you a, a scientific for instance on this. Um, willpower, it's, it's been discovered in research over the last decade or so, willpower is really, it's basically a tank of fuel you have at the beginning of the day, so to speak, and that, yep. that tank gets, um, gets reduced every time you do something, particularly making decisions, right? Every decision is a super energy and willpower burner. Now think about your email inbox. It is jam-packed with decisions. Which email should I open? Which, you know, which should I reply to this? How do I write, reply to this? Which do I delete? So all of, you know, when we are in our email inbox, right there we are sucking tons of yep. energy and time away from us uh, and willpower. So. We really need to we need to be careful about when we're in our e, in our email inbox doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and setting setting boundaries around email so it doesn't consume all your time. And of course, those of us with ADD are really good at 
coming up with I'm doing something, whereas the big stuff I should be doing is still out there. But I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah. I call that pseudo-productivity, right? Yes. Something that, that feels productive. And it also, sort of to your point, it gives us that little loophole that says, hey, I am doing something that needs mm-hmm. doing. So it's okay that I'm avoiding this other big important thing uh, that I'm now procrastinating on because I'm over here in my email inbox. Uh, yeah, classic, uh, what I call an outlaw brain move where our outlaw brain says, yeah. hey, let's go do some emails. That's important stuff. And we don't have to work on this really difficult thing over here right now. So, yeah, well said. So, um why is it, how is it that email assumes so much importance that we think, oh, I've got to look at my email first? I think, you know, I think we're partly, we're trained to do it. Um, you know, as, as employees, for instance, we're like, oh, I got to check my email. I got to, I got to make sure that there's, uh, you know, there's nothing in there that represents a to-do for me. I got to make sure that my mm-hmm. colleagues or my boss or my team is not sending me. So, we get into this habit of just, and unfortunately, many of us, we begin our day by just checking our emails, right? We go, well, good morning, everybody. I open my laptop, and what's the first thing I do? I check my open email. email. So I think there's a, yeah, I think it's just a big habit we have. And while we're on this part of the discussion, I want to just very quickly share a little hack that I've been using for a good number of years, which is... I allow myself to check my emails first thing in the morning, but the, the operating word there is check. I'm not allowed to respond to anything or read any emails. All I'm allowed to do is check to make sure there isn't some massive fire burning, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I go into my emails first thing in the morning, again, I'm going to burn off a bunch of energy and willpower, and then I'm going to have less energy and willpower available for that more difficult task, what I would call a biggie, to do it. So I am allowed to go in and just make sure that one of my three websites is not down or that there's some major uh, customer or client issue. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if there's nothing in there that needs to get handled right bloody now, I go, I quit it. And then uh, I don't open my emails again until, say, 11 a.m. Now, some folks may need to check their email more often because they're working for a boss who might expect it, but still, we are in that email inbox far too quick, far too early in the day yes. and far too often throughout the day. So there's a little thing for everybody to think about. Yeah, that's a great one. I know I get sucked into, okay, I'm just going to look through a couple and, oh, really? And I'm off into responding and... And I don't, haven't stepped back and thought, you know, it really doesn't matter if I respond to it now or at yeah. 1130. The, the person is not waiting just to see when my email comes across. <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. Um, so, and, and I guess I, w- I would call that, that really is kind of like email mistake number one. Right, mm-hmm. that we just go to our emails, we open it up, and then we end up burning a bunch of time and energy in there when we really don't need to be. Um, but there are some other uh, big email management mistakes, I call them, that we're, many of us are, are making every day. Uh, so I, I'm going to tick off a few of those, and you might have yeah. one of your own that, that you, you battle with. But 
one is using your email inbox as a to-do list, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm real big on helping my ADHD peeps get prioritized, which you, you, know, you can't do when you know, everything is a priority. And that's how yep. your email inbox tends to make you feel. Because the moment you look at your inbox, that becomes your to-do list. And your actual to-do list, which is made up of your actual priorities, right, tends to go out the window, right? Mm -hmm. uh, someone uh, much wiser than me once said, emails represent other people's agendas. So mm -hmm. every, the more yep. you're in your email inbox, the more you're likely to be working on other people's stuff. Not that that does, doesn't have to get handled or respected or done at some point, but you are, again, taking energy and time away from what should be your agenda. Another classic mistake is, and it's kind of obvious, but not turning off alerts. I mean, if yeah. you've got an alert popping up every time an email comes oh, in. Oh, my goodness. Um, you were just talking before we, before we hit record. You were talking about how you've got certain alerts from your Outlook that really help you, remind you to do things because they're kind of from your mm -hmm. calendar. I'm the same way. But, man, I do not want any dings or bings oh, no. or dongs oh, no. or let alone phys, uh, visual stuff coming up on my screen. And what a simple thing to do is to just shut all of those things off and maybe uh, instead of having them pop up, you just set a, uh, you know, a reminder that pops up every, let's say, hour, depending on you know, what kind of work you do, that says, okay, mm -hmm. check your emails now or something like that. Yeah, that's a great one. And, yeah, and you know, as, as a result of you know, unmuted alerts, we also do this thing where another mistake is we process emails as they come in, right? So we get a mm -hmm. ding, it uh, says, oh, I've got an email from the boss or from so-and-so uh, or from my, my wife or, or partner or uh, colleague or friend, and I feel like now that I've opened this email, now I need to process this now, right? We have this urge to look at and react to an email the moment it arrives, but you know, what makes that most recent email the most important or, or deserving of your most immediate attention? And you know, mm -hmm. in a world where you're increasingly expected to be, you know, like on 24-7, we're actually, by responding to emails immediately, we're sort of feeding the expectation that we are available yeah. and ready to yeah. respond 24-7, right? And that's one of the things oh. I told people with all the working from home. Don't respond to an email at 8 p.m. Because people are going to expect, oh, you're there, and they ask you, send you a question at 7:30, and they wonder why they haven't gotten an answer by 8:30. Because that's there, the funny you said that night. too. You, you and I were talking before before we began recording. We were talking about boundaries, right? You mentioned boundaries, yep. and so when you are to your point, when you're responding to emails at 8 p.m., you are saying that you don't have a boundary around that. So mm -hmm. I always. You know, ideally, I tell folks, listen, you got to do your email processing, and it probably can't happen just once a day, but maybe there are two, three, or four sessions a day where you really sit down and say, okay, for the next 20 minutes, I'm going to process emails. And that dramatically decreases stress and increases your mm -hmm. productivity. Um, you know, another mistake that, that comes to mind that we do with email is we use our email inbox as kind of a, a pseudo idea capture, right? So we're keeping tons of old me emails, right? I mean, everybody raise your hand if this is you because I know it's partly me. Uh, but, you know, you're keeping tons of old emails with this vague hope 
that they contain an idea or a solution that you'll come back to one day and that'll yield mm-hmm. some massive breakthrough when you do. And, you know, the, 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 the actuality is that we actually do come back to one of those emails maybe a fraction of 1% of the time. But it adds to the clutter of your inbox and of your brain 100% of the time. So we got to watch for, uh, for that one too. So there are a few of the, my favorite key uh, email management mistakes that we all make. And one thing I found helpful, um, say I get a, okay, renewal to your subscription to your website domain. I know as soon as it goes down below the line of emails, it's gone. So I have a folder for practice operations and subfolder for IT things and just move it into that. I don't have to think about it, but as it turned out just earlier this morning, I'm switching between IT support companies and I can't remember what when I did an SSL thing or who website or mm-hmm. all these different things, but I could go there and find them all. And I could forward them all to the guy who's taking over and say, here you go. If you need this information, great. I'll give you the what's renewing or who I'm paying or who somebody else is paying. That was handy, but those weren't in my inbox. They were in my file system. Right. You gave them a proper home. And you know what? Uh, that is a, that's actually a great segue into email inbox zero, which I love talking about. And I've got some, some various ways to get to it or toward it. Mm-hmm. And what you just mentioned was the fact that you have certain folders for basic categories, functions, subjects, topics, etc. And what a great way that is to keep our inbox, which is that main, you know, container from mm-hmm. having 80,000 emails is just, when something comes in that's of a certain nature and it doesn't have to be attended to now, you drag that off into these various folders. And I've got a whole bunch of different folders um, that hold this information so that when, and I had a recent thing just like you did. There was a web issue on one of my sites and I remembered that I had, I had talked about this with one of my web guys and I went into that folder and I found that email and I mm-hmm. resent and I said, hey, I thought you'd take care of this. So that's one great way to at least keep your inbox from being completely out of control. Now, you do, especially with our ADHD brains, we have to remember that if we put something over in this, um, uh, this, this folder over here and it does need some action later, now maybe you leave that in your inbox if it needs action, but what I will typically do is I will make a note in my planner that says respond to so-and-so. And again, mm-hmm. I don't do it right now. I don't do it just because yep. I just saw the email because otherwise I could be doing a bazillion of these responding to emails and get nothing done the whole week. Yep. So yep. you got to make sure that you protect, you know, you cover your butt by writing a little note that says respond to um, so-and-so, you know, and that it's in the so-and-so folder. But uh, yep. you want to you get into the possibility of uh, email inbox? Should we, should we dive into that? Uh, email not inbox zero, I mean. What, one more follow-up on what you just said and what yeah. I've found, um, and this was some, I don't know how long I'd been using Outlook. Who knows? 20 years, 10 years. And I'm reading a, 
book on something in Outlook. It said, you drag your email into calendar. I thought, what? Why, did, why didn't someone have that as this is the most important thing about Outlook? Because now the inbox isn't the to-do. It's not also they keep track of it. You just click on the email, drag it to the little calendar icon, and poof, it's an appointment. And now you can readjust the date. You didn't know that? Oh, you just <laughs> completely exploded my brain. <laughs> That's you what can, happened to oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then... Okay, so I... <laughs> And then the coolest thing is that's as if you sent an email to yourself so that there's a line above the one you dragged in. You can put down whatever ideas occurred to you right there, what you want to be sure to ask, and bang. It's in your Outlook. It's an appointment. You got it. Okay. Well, I tell you what, doctor, I got my money's worth from this interview. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right. That's a great hack. Wow. All Isn't right. that? Well, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I think my reaction is the same as yours now. I thought, what? I, huh? Where, why didn't someone tell me this? And I still can't believe that when you download Outlook or you first open it or something, it says, these are like really cool hacks that are going to make a difference. Instead of it yeah. buried somewhere in the technical, you can do this and that. And who's got time to yeah. read that stuff? I always feel like I'm such non such a non tech person. I always feel like any technology that I use, I feel like I'm only using like one percent of it. And and you just you oh, just sure. help prove that. So anyway, yeah. I'm, I just made a note of it in my calendar to there check into that and try and experiment with it. So thank you for that. So inbox zero, let's go on. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. So this mythical land, right, where, you know, how would it feel to open your email uh, inbox and see nothing or, you know, more realistic, just a few emails, the ones that just came in in the last few hours, right? Just think about how that would impact your day, your freedom to work on your yep. priorities rather than spending a chunk of your day responding to other people's priorities. Uh, and having less stress and more mental clarity and stamina, which is one of the benefits because when we are staring at a full inbox with a bunch of unprocessed open loops, it is a, something called the zygarnic effect, and it will steal attention and energy from our brains surreptitiously. Um, yeah. So it, this, it pulls you know, down that fuel tank a, real easy. Yes. Yes, it does. And so – you know, this is a, like a, a seemingly mythical state where your inbox is always empty, um, except for just those handful of uh, recently received ones. And, and it's easier than you might think. And by the way, just for the record here, e email inbox zero does not necessarily mean literally zero emails. It just means that when you go to your email, it's all fairly recent stuff. And ideally, you can see all, most, if not all, of your emails without having to scroll down. That's really kind of where you want to be, all right? So I'm pretty close to inbox zero. I've been at inbox zero, and I want to tell you just real quickly how I got to inbox zero. This is a few days ago, and it only took – I'm sorry, I meant to say it's a few years ago. And it took me about 10 minutes to get there, right? Um, actually, it's more like five minutes. How did I do it? 
So it was a horrible and happy accident, right? <laughs> a, a teachable moment and one that uh, anyone here can replicate with, with all intention if they like. But I had this semi-OCD habit of clearing my deleted emails, right? I just, they represent storage and that. So I just, like every week or so, I go into that folder, I select all, and I press mm-hmm. delete. And this feeling of kind of closure and cleanliness ensues, right? But on one clearing occasion a few years ago, a few seconds after hitting delete, I noticed under the progress bar the words deleting 4,325 emails. I said, wait a minute, I didn't have that many emails in my deleted folder. And then I realized, oh, my God, that's my inbox. And so I said, stop, 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 cancel, cancel. Woo, that was a close one. Wow, all right. So I was able to stop the process. So, so now I go to the correct folder, the deleted emails, and I delete the deleted email contents. And it, it asks, are you sure you want to permanently delete the selected messages? I say, yeah, I'm sure. And <laughs> but when I, so I delete, and when I go back to my inbox, the most, most recent email in there is from over a year ago. And I go, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Despite hitting cancel, there was still a year's worth of emails that, that did get put into my deleted folder. And I had that just deleted them. So, like, now only a Russian hacker could help me, right? So, yeah, I, uh, I wish I could have taken your blood pressure right then. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, it was not a, a good feeling. Now, so after a few minutes of dread, and, of course, like, you know, and you're right, a few beads of sweat. I figured, well, you know what? If not inbox zero now, then when? So I just went ahead and I deleted the, uh, just as an experiment, I went ahead and I deleted the other half of those 4,325 emails. And my first moment of zero looked beautiful because my inbox was could just literally empty. So now in fairness, I did have, as I mentioned before, a lot of emails already stored in various folders, other folders. But reality is, I could just as well have also trashed those because the thing is in the days and weeks that followed my sort of half heroic act um, resulted in the following. Nothing. (laughs) Not a, not a single negative consequence. Seriously, all those emails I was saving to come back to for one reason or another, all those emails that were acting as a proxy to do list, all those emails awaiting my reply. Nothing. No angry colleagues, vendors, clients, or customers. Another reason why you needn't fear deleting your inbox, and I'm not suggesting that you do, um, your sent folder has much of your inbox content mm-hmm. in it anyway. Another reason why you needn't fear deletion is that all of your recipients and senders have a record of your email threads if you ever had to go track one of those down. So. I understand if you're still scared to delete your entire inbox, and I don't blame you. Uh, re- you know, remember, half of my deletion was unintentional, but since I did promise a way to get to inbox zero in 10 minutes, mm-hmm. even if you have 10,000 unread emails, here's how you can do it. You're just going to create a new folder called Old Inbox or Archive and drag mm-hmm. the contents of your entire inbox into it. And then, you know, get used to the sight of your new empty or near empty inbox. Get addicted to it and start forcing yourself to act on enough of those emails every day that the contents of your inbox can be viewed, again, within the confines of your computer screen so you don't have to scroll down to see them all. And don't even bother looking in your archive folder 
until you have to for a specific reason. Again, they're still there, right? Yes, so, and you can search them if you need to. Yes, and you can search them. They're still there. So you get all these benefits of not having just looking at that long list and seeing that number of you know 80,000 emails or whatever it is, which is that steals energy and spirit from us, right? But also just mm -hmm. it makes it easier to find things. It makes it easier for you to decide, okay, I've now got six emails in my inbox. Which one is the best one to respond to or process now? Which is harder to do when you have 6,000 emails in there. Um, so now, for those of you – go ahead. Sorry. I've got a quick thing I'm going to – insert right here because I may have six that I really need to read out of the 42 that come in and 36 of them are junk. They're this, you know, you can have a new mailbox for your driveway, whatever else. And I'm thinking, where did this come from and why are you sending me this? And yes, I can yeah. go into it, scroll down to the bottom, hit unsubscribe. I'm taking over a web page. You sure you want to. How, and I know how to prevent those now, but how do I get rid of the ones that keep coming in? So they don't you come mean back. the ones that you, tr yeah, that I don't yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I have a little sort of a, a little habit, almost a habit. I, I try to do, to unsubscribe from something every day. Just, mm -hmm. just something that I see, well, yeah, you know what, let me just unsubscribe. And a lot of us oh. might fear doing that because, again, we have this magical thought that, well, one of these days it's going to be something amazing in there. I'm saving them, et cetera. Oh, no. Now, you can well, also just drag them. You could drag them to a folder. You could drag them to a, you know, one someday folder. Um, but, uh, you know, chances are you're not going to miss oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, again, when when you are not getting – seven to 15 to 20 uh, subscription emails every day, man, you free up a lot of bandwidth. You free oh, up a lot absolutely. of time and energy and spirit. Yeah. Now, yeah. I did um, finally figure out just the other day, but it, it's good time to do it, how to prevent that from happening so that there'll be hmm. less coming in the future. You know, when you, you go to a website now, it – has that stuff on the bottom we collect cookies whatever um, mm -hmm. and you either accept or decline and sometimes it says go to preferences well if you go to mm -hmm. that uncheck the ones that say marketing emails are okay because by default those are checked ah uncheck them and you get only the yeah the company's going to blow up or whatever important thing <laughs> but you don't get stuff yeah. that they sell to their third-party partners. Um, so that that's something I'm hoping, as I do that more, that cuts down on the at least the new junk. Yeah, yeah. That's another – I didn't realize you were such a kind of a, a tech maven over here. All right. Well, I well, would call I, that – I don't uh, mind clicking of... stuff and find out what's there. <laughs> well, uh I think that represents kind of one of what I, I would call, you know, a baby step to inbox zero. There are a lot of sort of, you know, less radical things than deleting all our inbox or, you know, grabbing them all and, and dragging them to um, another uh, folder. And, and even if we have dragged them over to another folder, we still might want to 
clean that folder out one of these days. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But whether it's your inbox or an archive folder, there are some ways that make it easier to get rid of a bunch of these emails uh, in a very short amount of time. Now, just to sort of reiterate something that, that you and I were talking about before, before we uh, kicked into the call, was you know, we're, we're never going to be able to get, uh, reduce our email significantly by one, well, okay, I'll delete that one. All right, let me scroll down. Oh, this one yeah. I can delete. You know, that's, it's never going to happen. But no. if we were, so here's, here's a, just a handful of, of what I'll call baby steps. One is sort your inbox or your archive or whatever by date, and then just go delete the oldest month. Or if huh. you've got 80,000, delete the oldest year and just see what happens. Wait for all that. You don't have to go to your, your delete. They're still in your deleted folder, right? They're not necessarily disappearing. So, you know, you, you can wait and see if all hell breaks loose. But mm-hmm. <laughs> after one week or so and all hell is not breaking loose, then you go back, you delete the next month. And then you continue, continue until you just have the last 12 months or so. Um, so that, that's a real good way to get rid of a large percentage. Another way to call is to sort by sender and just, you know, it makes mm-hmm. it easy. Okay. Well, emails from this person or this source, I really don't need zip, highlight them all. Boom, gone. You can also sort by subject, which quickly, quickly lets you see clumps of emails. You know, you can delete, for instance, yeah. ancient threads around issues or projects long ago rendered complete or irrelevant. But the main point here is if, if you were to try to delete emails, again, one at a time, you, you're never, ever going to get there, right? Um, and you will also have wasted a huge amount of time, energy, and spirit in the process. So those are some ways to get to or closer to email inbox zero. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, I think that the sorting so you can identify this thread doesn't, either doesn't apply or that was two months ago, nothing's happened, exactly, you can knock that out. Um, and month by month, that'll get there. I've probably only got, well, some of the ones I found in looking through those old things were 2009. So I've, I ought to do yeah. it just year by, year by year, none of this month stuff. Yeah, yeah. And again, if you, if you delete all of 2009, um, and you just wait a week and see if anything exploded. You know, uh, you can mm-hmm. also just you know, give some thought to when was the last time you needed to actually access an email from 2009. Again, we, we all do this. We all do this thing where we think, well, and it's a lot like the way folks uh, struggle with clutter in their home. Well, I might mm-hmm. need to read this book again someday, or I might need I to might wear need this it. piece of awful jewelry. Yeah, and if we can, you know, just get just – to take a little That's risk. one thing a day. A little discomfort yep. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're coming up to, uh, I think, 28 minutes and counting so far. Do um, you think we've given folks enough stuff to uh, think about? Um, yeah. Yeah, you've got some you got some big steps and you got some baby steps. I'll tell you what though, with with the the, the minute or so we we may have left, I, I'd like to just share um, you know, a, a little uh a sort of brain-based strategy for your emails. Mm-hmm. And it's it's based on a, a, a simple principle that I'm a big believer in, and that is to make sure you've identified when your mentally strongest times of the day are. 
Yeah. And for most human beings, it's like morning. For others, it's maybe in the afternoon. For others, the evening, sometimes late at night. Um, but for most of us, it is in the morning. The most important thing is that we identify when that is. And then with regard to email, just try to deal with your toughest email replies only in your mentally strongest times. In other words, when you're in your, when, when I'm in my mornings, which is my mentally strongest time, uh, and I don't really, I check my email first in the morning. I don't respond to anything unless I have to. And then, but 11 a.m. when I'm done with my heavy lifting work, I will check my emails, and I still got plenty of mental energy left. I don't go and do miscellaneous emails. I go and mm -hmm. look for the toughest ones, the ones that require because I still got some good brain energy left, and I'll only, you know. Uh, focus on those tough ones. Now, when you're in your mentally weaker time, like for me, that's two o'clock, three, four, five o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that's when I go and I deal with the easy, administrative, quick answer, non-urgent emails. Right? You never want to deal with those in your strongest time because you're, no. you know, you're you're frittering away valuable uh, mental uh, strength on stuff mm -hmm. that really doesn't need that much strength. So there's my, yeah. there's my final little email tidbit for everyone out there. Sounds, sounds good. Um, so uh, today I've been talking with Alan Brown, who has founded and continues to supply great energy to uh, ADD Crusher TV. Uh, and you can find all that you need to know about all kinds of things ADD at www.addcrusher.com. Alan, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. It's so good of you to have me again. It's great talking with you and your awesome audience. Thank you. Thanks a lot. And for everyone listening, this is your host, Dr. David Pomeroy of ADHD Focus, and we'll catch you around the next time.